0: Welcome to Life is a Shift Show, a podcast where we discuss all the little things that happen to us on our journey of transformation, all while dealing with all that life throws at us. Sit back, enjoy, and watch as Shift Happens. Hello again, this is Michelle Dutton, and we are back for another episode of my Life is a Total Shift Show. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm looking forward to this episode. This is inspired by a little girls' night I had the other night. And I just wanted to talk today about how we relate to each other and how we talk to ourselves and just as a culture, how we deal with certain emotions that we deem negative or bad. And I just have to say that if I am feeling really lighter today and for the past several days if you haven't listened to the one I did that my podcast that I did about the shamer how I shamed myself on purpose I can't tell you how much that has shifted just my whole energy field and I've been feeling really good and it's just been amazing and I was kind of reflecting on the different podcasts. And I was thinking, gosh, does everybody who listens to these podcasts think I'm just stuck in this pain, misery cycle of crying and purging? And, And it's not like that. I do have a regular life, but I just, I think I'm diving deep into the parts of ourselves that we all have, but are afraid to talk about. I think maybe that's what I'm inspired more to do is just to put it all out there. Because I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I'm the only one that has these episodes of just shame and guilt and pain. But how are we taught to deal with those things? And I hope by just processing and talking out loud that maybe somebody else out there doesn't feel alone and feels okay that they have pain. And it's not them. It's the thoughts in their heads or their patterns. And who knows, maybe that can make a real shift in someone else's life that would be wonderful. And so I'm just keep plugging along and, and sharing my own experience. And so I had this experience that really inspired today's podcast, because I've been kind of mulling it over and thinking about it and noticing it in so many different areas. I was at a friend's house a while ago, and we were just we got together for some drinks and a game. And these girls are just wonderful, right? They are so supportive. I love them to death. They're my people, right? I I can be raw with them and and the feeling is mutual and they're just such special people in my life. And I'm just so grateful that I have them. And I was talking and we were just catching up a little bit. And I had mentioned something about because I had quit my job in August. And so I've been kind of doing a lot of healing and doing a lot of work on myself and just trying to surrender, here I go, trying to just what life holds for me. And I mentioned something just in passing. I said, Yeah, well, today I sat and was doing some inner work or meditation and I looked around and the house was a mess and I, you know, I had to deal with the fact that I felt guilty that I wasn't doing anything. And I just mentioned that, or something to that effect. I'm not exactly sure exactly what I said. And my one friend jumped on me in a good way, in a very loving way. Like this, this came from pure love. But she jumped on that statement and she said, Stop. You are doing a great job. You are exactly where you need to be. And she was filling me with love and kindness. With the best of intentions, that's what friends do, right? We make our, we each other feel better. And it just kind of hit me and it stuck there in the back of my head that I was able to process and think about it later, when I started to realize we do that all the time. When somebody brings something up that we have deemed negative, we want to stop it and get the person to stop thinking or feeling that way and to feel better or opposite. And that permeates our culture, right? And I was thinking that it's okay for me to sit there and say, yeah, I felt guilty. I had guilt come up about me not doing enough or not working or not keeping the house clean enough and I'm not working and, and things like that. And what I think would be really helpful for each other and our friends is to be a space for that guilt to come up, to sit there and say something like, how did that feel in your body? What did that feel like? You know, the physical sensation of guilt. What did it feel like? What did it bring up? Uh, What do you think is going to happen if you don't clean the house? And process those feelings a little bit. And I don't think we are not conditioned or programmed to do that for each other. I think it's very rare, right? We are automatically programmed and conditioned to stop our friends from feeling bad in any way. I'm guilty of it, I'm totally guilty of it. You know, if a girl says something, one of my girlfriends says something, oh my God, that's totally not true, you're such a wonderful mom, You no, you're a great wife, oh my gosh, you do a great job, oh, you're beautiful, oh, you're the... And with the best of intentions, we are trying to stop pain. We are trying to make our friend feel better out of love. It is completely from a place of love. Absolutely. And then I, the more I do this work and the more unafraid I have become of, of letting pain arise in my body because I've realized that I can face that pain and survive and come out on the other side just lighter and freer and happier, the more I start to realize how much we try to shove each other's pain back down and make people feel better, slap a Band-Aid on it and negate what what they are saying. Negate it, oh my God, no, that's not true, you look great, you know, instead of being a space, if someone says, oh my gosh, I, I am such a terrible mom, right? Because I yelled at my kid. That person is being vulnerable in that moment. And and I think, and this is, it's going to seem awkward, right? The first few times we do this, but I think instead of going, oh my God, no, you're a wonderful mom. I've totally yelled at my kids. This is what I've done in the past. You can say something like, oh, how did that feel right after you yelled at them? What did that bring up? Did your mom yell at you or, or just be a space? Go, gosh, yeah, that, that, must be really painful. And give them a chance to feel that pain, be a space that they can just feel like shit for a second. And then you can sit there and say, well, you know, how did that make you feel? You do realize that you did the best you could at that moment in time. You couldn't have done anything different because of exactly what you were thinking and believing at the time. And you realize that you are exactly where you need to be on your journey and you're perfect in every way. And every single step you make is made to make you a better person, a more whole person and give them a chance to just sit for a second and feel supported in their pain or in their fear. And it doesn't have to be this huge big intervention thing, but I think if we're just cautious of things like not jumping on them and saying, "Oh my god, that's so not true." You know, give give let's give each other a space to say something that maybe is difficult to say. Now, I know to the other extreme, some people their whole identity is victimhood, right? So that's, a, that's also something we have to be careful of, right? People, some people, that's their whole identity, is their problems. If they don't have problems, who are they? right? If they don't self-deprecate, um, who are they? But those people still need the space to express themselves and be shown a mirror of who they really truly are. Because it's scary. If if your identity is a victim or if your identity is someone that things always go wrong, right? Shit always happens. Uh, People are always mean to you, rude to you, whatever. If that's your identity, it's very hard to let go of that. It's very hard to admit that you are just huge, all that is, connection, love, possibility. But when we're talking and trying to support our nearest and dearest friends... I think this is just my own completely humble opinion that we could start giving each other space to feel the emotions that we have deemed as a society bad or negative. If we can sit there and say, yeah, I was really sad. Let's just be there for sad. Okay. Okay. I'm here for you. Let's be sad for a second. And then let your friend have that time and moment to feel that sadness. Say, is there anything I can do to support you? How does that sadness feel in your body? Is it bringing anything up that you that needs to be seen? And I can already, as I'm saying this, I'm hearing this voice in the back of my head saying, you know, the criticism of that. Oh, are you freaking kidding me? Give me a break. What are we gonna do, lie on the couch and talk about our deepest problems? But really, isn't that where the vulnerability and the true intimacy and true connection comes when we can be that space for each other to say it's okay that you're sad, and not wallow in it and not sit there and be depressed and say the world is terrible and and I get love when I'm sad, you know? Because there are, there's plenty of us out there who that's how they got love. They got love with problems. They got love when their boyfriend dumped them or when their wife left them or when they when they got someone picked on them at school, that's how they got love. So they made that connection when they were young. Problems equal love. So they continually drum up problems in their life to feel that love. They want they want that those people to kind of say the things, make them feel better. Oh my gosh, that's so not true. You're beautiful. And they walk around going, I'm so fat. Oh no, you're not, you're beautiful. I'm terrible. Oh. So that's also a pattern, but we also have to be a space for that person as well. And let them know that they don't need to create problems to be loved, that they are love and we can show them that space of love and acceptance and openness that they can be whoever they are. So, And then it can, it can also kind of break a pattern, right? If let's say we have we have the pattern or the habit of unconsciously we get love, or if you say like, I'm so fat, and then we go, oh my God, no, you're not, you're beautiful, you're this, you know, and then the person feels better about themselves, right? So what can we do instead? I'm so fat. Oh, how does that feel? Why do you feel that way? You know, how does that feel in your body? Have you ever thought about loving yourself exactly how you are? Your body is exactly how it's supposed to be in this moment in time. If it wasn't, it would be different. How would it feel if you just loved how you looked exactly right now because that. Is how you are made and God didn't make any mistakes and when your body is supposed to look different guess what your body's gonna look different you know just be a place of that acceptance that mirror to them that says maybe you're just exactly where you need to be and we're still here loving you and you don't need problems to get love and we're here to support you through any anything you're going through i just think that that's a little shift that could really kind of open up ways and open up doors and open up intimacy and connection that lets everybody know that it's okay to not be okay all the time. I mean, we walk around, how you doing? I'm great, I'm fine, everything's fine, right? Oh, it's great, or we get really sarcastic. Oh, it's fabulous, living the dream, yeah. So either way, is faking it, right? Because we we do not want to be vulnerable. Someone walks up to you, how you doing today? Oh gosh, I'm really kind of deal, I'm dealing with some old trauma and fear. The person would look at you like, oh, I didn't really ask. I didn't really want to know. Right? Because we're just so afraid to be truly honest. We're afraid, oh my gosh, they're gonna, you know, tell somebody that I'm not doing okay and there's gonna be an intervention, they're gonna send a social worker over to me. And I would just love to see a little bit more normal normalcy in not being everything's fine. Right. Can't we just normalize the fact that sometimes we're not fine and that's okay. And it doesn't mean we're about to jump off a bridge that it's okay to feel even if you're having a shitty day. Great. Great. Purge that shit out of your body. Let that shit be there because it's on its way out. You're feeling a lot of pain in your stomach. Great. Like emotional pain, not like you have to shit or something. Isn't it great to feel? And I think that's so foreign. I think that this what I'm saying is going to sound so foreign to so many people because it's we have been so programmed to not feel bad. I mean so much so that the first sight or the first sign of not feeling good, we go on antidepressants, right? And there's nothing wrong with needing those either. I'm just saying like we have been so conditioned to not feel anything that we have deemed negative. When I was a teacher, I took a class over the summer to get some professional development credits and things like that. And I took a class called uh, Mental Health First Responders or something like that. And it was a two-day workshop on how to just be kind of the first line of defense for students who were having trouble, whether it be emotional or mental or whatever it is that we were taught to see signs and what to do and who to call and how to intervene and how to talk very, how to talk to students even about suicide or it it was an interesting, interesting workshop. But one thing that didn't sit right with me, and I even brought it up and they kind of gave me this blank stare because one of the things we were taught was when somebody was coming to us, a student was coming to us, telling us that they felt bad, they felt sad, they didn't feel themselves, they felt lonely, depressed, sad, that the first thing that we were supposed to do was to try to brainstorm with them ideas for ways that they could feel better. So we were supposed to make a list with them to talk about activities that make them feel better, foods that make them feel better, you know, what they can do so they stop feeling what they're feeling. And I remember raising my hand and I said, I asked this question, has anyone thought to tell the kid that it's okay that they're feeling that way, that the only way through that, out of that feeling is through that feeling, to sit there and feel it and realize that you survive the pain and start to question your thoughts about why you feel that way and is it true or is it not true and that you are the one that has, we as a culture, have decided that sadness is bad rather than sadness is just sadness and let's feel it. But somewhere along the line, we've decided, crying, bad, sadness, bad, depression, bad, anger, bad. So at the first sign of any of that shit, take a pill, distract yourself, do an activity that makes you feel better. How about let's feel that shit and prove that it's okay, that feelings and emotions are constantly changing and it will come and it will go. If we can start to train our kids, our youth to just feel then maybe they don't spiral deeper and deeper and deeper into this depression where they can't even see any light to get out. And I'm not a psychologist. I'm just thinking that it, that rubbed me the wrong way when we were told to try to distract these kids from the emotions that we deemed bad. And I asked why we did that and there was no answer. So I don't think that We were at that point yet or maybe i'm completely wrong i don't know but it just seems like when we try to shove shit down that we're feeling or we've decided it's bad that can never be good then we're afraid then as soon as sadness or anxiety creeps in we've taught ourselves and our kids "Shit, we got to stop this and if you can't stop it then you start to freak out and then you make it worse then you have an anxiety attack because you've been told those feelings i'm not allowed to have them in my body i have to get rid of them i have to change them, I have to cover them, I have to make them go away. And I think we've done ourselves a really big disservice. So I don't think our job is to walk around blowing sunshine up each other's asses. I think our job is to be a space for the ebb and flow of emotions that come and go in life. And we can stop putting good, bad on them. They just are, they are emotions. Some feel lighter, some feel heavier, but if we can back up, right, that's the biggest thing is figuring out a way to back up from our brain, from our mind that just never shuts up. If we can disassociate, if we can just kind of observe the mind who is trying to make sense of the emotion, so an emotion comes up and then our mind goes apeshit right? If sadness starts to bubble up inside of us, that's just great. That is something that's telling our body we need to look at something. Maybe there's a thought. Maybe there's something we need to do. Sadness bubbles up and then our mind just jumps in with whatever the program is that we've been programmed. The mind jumps in. You shouldn't be feeling this. This is your fault. Maybe if you didn't make that guy break up with you or... or. You're feeling the sadness because you're guilty about something and you shouldn't have done that. The mind just goes and goes and goes trying to make sense of this emotion. They work together very, very quickly. What if we feel the sadness bubbling up and we get curious, huh, sadness bubbling up and we let the mind go crazy. Say, okay, that could be, but I'm just gonna let this emotion come up and through me. Maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll just feel uncomfortable for a little bit. Maybe I don't even need to know why it's there. But the fact that I resist it is gonna keep it there. So maybe I'll just open and let it come through. And I can hear I can hear the people. That's a bunch of bullshit. How do you do that? You have to you have to talk about it, you have to analyze it, you have to figure out where it's from. Do you? Maybe you do. Sometimes it helps to talk about things absolutely in a space of just kind of like I do here in this podcast, just kind of processing all this shit in an attempt to just be a space for whatever arises. So when we feel something coming up and then that program immediately kicks in, oh, that's a bad emotion, whatever you need to do, stop it. Drink something, take a drug, uh, watch Netflix, uh, tell your friends so they tell you exactly the opposite to make you feel better, tell yourself you feel better, talk yourself out of that emotion. Whatever we need to do, Once we've decided that that feeling is bad and these feelings are good, we spend our life, okay, those feelings you need to repress, don't allow them. Nope, don't allow them. Push, push, push them down and then force yourself to feel good. But the problem is the more shit you have pushed down, the heavier you are. And the joy isn't even that joyful, right? You have just all this shit in your body, this energy that's just trapped. And it... Want, energy wants to move. So it keeps trying. Something happens in life and you get triggered and the saddest because of it, it's like, please just let me go. Energy is meant to move. Just let me out. And then we come in, oh shit, bad emotion, bad emotion. Shove it down, shove it down, drink, drink, take a, you know, take a pill, do drugs, right? And so surround myself with people that tell me that I, that I'm not right to feel that way. No, you're great. You're great. There's nothing wrong with you. Stop, stop feeling that way. Stop saying that about yourself. Right, shove it down, shove it down. And if there's anything I've learned in this journey is it's really hard to let that shit out, but oh my God, it feels so much better on the other side. And that took me a long time to get there. I didn't even really understand until I started to start to feel just a little bit lighter. Right, and just little, little by little, there's just this joy creeping in. So I was really inspired by just that one little comment of my dear friend saying, stop it, stop it. You're doing a great job. And it was totally out of love, 100% out of love. And I have done the exact same thing. But knowing where I've come from, there's so much growth to be had when there's a space to allow those things up because they're in there anyway. They're in there anyway. So I was feeling guilty. And then it can kind of be a little bit of, a little bit fun just to be that space. Where did that feel like? What did that feel like in your body? Oh, it was just like this tightness in my chest. And what do you think that's trying to show you? That's a good question. What do you think that feeling was trying to show you? And then, of course, the immediate, I don't know, whatever. I, I just ignored it and went about with my day. Or you can really have that connection with your friend or even with yourself when this stuff comes up. It was trying to show me that I have a pattern of unworthiness if I'm not doing something. Well, where do you think that came from? Well, I don't know. When I was young, if I you know, was just sitting around doing nothing, I was told I was lazy. Okay, and then maybe once you see that, you're like, okay. So now I know that when that feeling comes up, that guilty feeling, it's just that pattern. And we can go, okay, great. Now I see it. Now it can leave. Now I can just be aware of it. Or sometimes you just need to just feel the feeling and not even know where it came from. So I am making the decision to try to be more aware of how I support my friends and my kids when they say they have a feeling. And I'm going to be really trying to not just try to talk them out of it, convince them that they shouldn't feel that way or convince them that they're not what they just said they were. And all those things, like if my kid is saying that he's stupid Of course, I don't want him believing that, but at the same time, it's okay if he, whatever his pattern is, can feel if he allows himself to feel that, and then we could have that discussion. Do you really think that's true? Where do you think that came from? And then maybe he can uncover something. Well, when I was in second grade, somebody, whatever, and he can process that. So the next time that thought comes up that he's stupid, maybe he can be like, I don't think that that's true. I think that that's just a thought that passes by. But if we just try to convince him, oh, no, you're not, oh, no, you're not, but he still has that feeling of stupid in his body and he's going to keep trying to shove that down, what is that going to do over time? He's going to start to lose his ability to be confident maybe, or I don't know what could happen, but it can't be good. So I think we're so afraid of expressing things that, like I said, we have deemed negative. If you feel stupid, oh my God, no, you're not, you're this, this, is. If you feel um, unloved or unliked by friends, oh my God, no, you're not, you're so popular, you're so beautiful. Like we immediately just try to turn it around. And so we're teaching each other, shove it down. I don't want you to feel that way, I don't wanna feel that way, shove it down, let's talk you out of it. Instead of just being a space, well, what does that mean? Are we all just going to walk around depressed all the time? I don't think so. I think we're going to start to see a world where the whole spectrum of emotion is okay. It's okay. Even anger, right? We're, we're told that we can't be angry. No, no, no. We can't be violent. There's a big difference. But we can certainly feel anger in our body and let that be there and feel what it's covering up or what. Because usually it's covering up a fear or something. But wouldn't it be great if we just get to a point where any emotion is normal? And it's not that we are sitting there on a pile, you know, in a pile on the floor, sobbing, although sometimes that happens. But if, if we're okay, if we give ourselves permission to walk around feeling all of this stuff, you can still function. It's when you, you know, you're just allowing it to be there as you go about your day until it leaves. Just imagine the freedom in that when we can just be brutally honest with each other. But right now, it's, I feel that it's if you admit to any bad emotion, then there's something wrong with you. You need to be fixed. You need to talk to someone. You need to get therapy. You need to go home for the day. You need to, instead of just, that's great. Let me know if I can do anything for you while you allow that feeling to be there without trying to analyze it, fix it, shove it down, make it disappear. Wouldn't that be just fun? free I, that just feels free just talking about it to be in a culture in a workplace where that's totally okay and we say that we have that kind of in our workplace but watch you know watch let somebody start crying and see how people react around you it's like code blue there's tears you know so that feels good just imagining that energy where people can just be okay with saying yeah i'm feeling kind of heavy today oh i totally understand that Good for you for allowing that to be there. Let me know if I can do anything for you. I'm feeling really happy today. That's wonderful. Good for you for allowing that to be there. We don't even let people be too happy, right? How are you doing today? I am great. Why? What's wrong with you? Are you drunk? I mean, we really, we can't have any extremes. We, if we are not this robot, there's something wrong with us, right? If you go into work and you're like, I am, oh my gosh, I feel so good today. I am having the greatest day, I feel so much happiness. What, are you drunk? What, did you smoke up before you came in here? Or the other, I am feeling so sad today. Oh my God, do you need to talk to someone? What's wrong, can I help you? How about we just normalize the fact that we are humans that constantly have emotions going through them and to not stop any of them. That feels so good. So that's my goal, is to be a space when somebody says something to me to not immediately try to make them feel the opposite or to talk them out of their feelings, to be a space. Isn't it great to feel? Let me know if you need anything that's wonderful that you're feeling. Ah, maybe you can try that. Let me know if you wanna, or just notice, just start to notice how many times maybe you try to talk your friend out of of feeling a certain way or saying a certain thing with the best of intentions, right? Because our program is Feel Good, don't feel bad. And feel bad is whatever we've decided are bad emotions. That's my offer. Let's see if just being a little bit more aware can make a shift. So thank you so much for joining me today and just listening to me rant through my own thoughts. And always remember, shift happens, and I can't wait to have you join me on the next podcast.